What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to Raider Nation Radio 920 AM. You're in the huddle. And we got some unnecessary roughness going on <laughs> up in this huddle. Your boy Q, Q Myers, uh, is here with me at the Treasure Island, the Golden Circle Sports Bar and Grill. It's a great spot, right? It is. It really is. Is that South Park Mexican that he just I, played? I, I don't know, uh, but I'm wondering. <laughs> I think I, that was. I'm wondering if a doctor is on the line. Chat, was that South Park Mexican? What is what is South Park Mexican? The song? No, that's the rapper. No, no, it's it's uh, too short. That's what. Okay, that's what. Uh, I, no, that's, that's what I thought too. Back. But it sounds like it sounds like South Park Mexican. No, too, too short. I need a freak. Okay, I, they have this. They okay. I didn't know which totally. one you went with. Now I hear it. I'm hearing yeah, it. Yeah. No, they both went. The, they have the same beat. <laughs> yes. I'm a too short guy, but this, I love too But short. South Park Mexican, they have the same beat. So I thought this yes. was the one. I didn't know you were up on too short like that. No, man. I used to listen to Blow the Whistle when I was in the club. Of course. Ah, uh, chat blowing the whistle one time. Okay. <laughs> My bad. I, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. And, and with that, we're going to go out to uh, our uh, guest line. And Dr. Robert Odell from the Neuropathy and Pain Center in Las Vegas is here with us. Dr. Odell, a little early start today for you, uh, at least on, on the show. How are you doing, Dr. Odell? I'm doing fine. I'm actually in the middle of a CPR class uh, recertification every two years. Uh, we're required to, even though I don't work in the hospital anymore, it's good skills to have. My staff is here taking the BLS, the basic life support. And then, um, and then I'm going to do my advanced stuff All later. Right. Well, on behalf of everybody, thank you for that because for sure. that can save a life. I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, I've, I've uh, done it a couple of times. Yeah, we've done it. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, Dr. Odell, we're getting into kind of the, uh, the, the start of uh, the NFL season. Uh, Sunday and this weekend represents the last preseason games uh, before they start getting hot and heavy, um, you know, as far as the season starting. But there's a lot of guys that are banged up and, and you know, uh, uh, dealing with things. You're never going to be 100% healthy uh, in terms of, of all that. But as guys, as, as, uh, as players start transitioning from, you know, full-on practice, full-on training camp uh, to the regular season, what kind of suggestions from a pain management standpoint uh, do you have in order to be preventative with things like pain and, and pain management? Well, I certainly uh, I wish that Dr. Moses was on uh, the line with us. He visited this week, but he's flying home right now, and he will be with me uh, starting next uh, next uh, Friday uh, each time. He actually uh, is going to be coming out here more often, and I really look to him to some of the more acute physical medicine rehab uh, issues. I think I think uh, it's really a continuation of, of training camp, um, and you know after. It, it, it's each individual is a little bit different. I mean, if they're in tip-top shape, they just keep doing what they're doing. They're eating right. Try to avoid the alcohol. The old days, the players used to smoke. because those days are over. And I think that really what I'm giving you guys is just, con- it's just common sense. I think uh, uh, the training staff is terrific. You know, the whirlpool, the heat, the coolness. I'd like to try to get a Synexus machine in there to, to help them. I think that would really help them with some of the muscle pulls, the minor stuff, to uh, heal the tissue quicker. That, that's been shown to work. And uh, um, otherwise, uh, you know, um, I, I'm sure that the regulars are going to be limiting, limiting their, uh, their time. I was surprised to see Mahomes playing over, over one quarter the other night on television. Kind of interesting. But uh, um, I don't see how that guy can throw a football falling every which way he does. Guys, he defies gravity. But, yeah, yeah uh, he does. And by the way, the new chiropractor in my practice is Dr. Steve Shaw, who uh, was quarterback at UNLV. Uh, some years ago. Nice. So, 
Very yeah, good. yeah, yeah. Doctor, no, we've we, we've talked about this before. Um, you know, uh, even in in counsel that you have uh, with your own patients, the people that you co that come to see you, Doctor Odell at the Neuropathy and Pain Center, uh, a lot of pain is mental uh, as well, and everybody's pain threshold um, is is a little bit different. It's just how the human you know uh, psychology works. Uh, how much does that come into play? Uh, in terms of when you are counseling one of your patients and taking into effect, and how can you even gauge maybe uh, you know where a pain threshold might be from patient to patient? You actually can. In fact, my sister uh, has uh, probably done 30 blocks on her, and she has all kinds of arthritis, this, that, and the other thing. I have a proven arthritis in my left shoulder from a school ski injury that I did in rehab, and it hurt for a couple of months, and it just stopped hurting. And uh, uh, a very accomplished old sonographist did a did a ultrasound of it, and it's all chewed up. It doesn't hurt me. Who knows why? The pain signal goes, as I said before in this program, I think, to the lateral part of the brain, the outside of the brain, where there's homunculus. The homunculus is the mapping of the person's body, and uh, the hand is very big because there's a lot of nerve, nerve endings there. Uh, in, the, in the back, there's not as many nerve endings, so it's, it's a smaller part of their brain. But anyway, that, that tells you exactly where the pain is, like when you pinch yourself somewhere. However, the signal also goes to the medial, the limbic system, the emotional system, and that determines a person's reaction to the pain. Everybody well knows if a soldier gets seriously injured in, in, in a battle and the drone comes up and they forget about it and save three other people. I mean, that's been well documented. And that's a kind of a more dramatic example of that. But all of us black out pain uh, different ways. And if I knew some of the reasons and hows, I could win a Nobel Prize. I mean, we just... We just don't know why people have different pain thresholds. Give you an example from OB. Uh, OB, OB anesthesia. If I go do an epidural on somebody and the woman is complaining uh, of the squeezing blood pressure cuff, they really need that epidural fast because we've all had blood pressures taken. It squeezes, but some people just complain bitterly of that. When I touch somebody's skin with a needle, if they complain, uh, and I'm not talking about injecting the local, it burns. If I touch their skin and they complain, I know I got to go extra slow, or either that, or do the uh, procedure with anesthesia. Some people, you know, you can jab all you want; they don't doesn't bother them at all. I'm kind of toward, more toward that area. I had carpal tunnel surgery a couple weeks ago, and and uh, quite a bit of swelling, and everything. But I just took a couple NSAIDs, and I was fine. But uh, um, I don't know. We just don't know why people are different. We just don't know why genetic, behavioral, cultural. Some of it's cultural. We're talking to Dr. Robert Odell. You can give his office a call, 702-257-7246, uh, the Neuropathy and Pain Center uh, here in Las Vegas. And we tell you all the time, just because you're getting older and you're in pain, it doesn't mean you have to uh, accept that. There's remedies. We don't have to be John Wayne all the time and gritting our teeth uh, and dealing with just because we feel we have to. There's uh, help out there, and Dr. Robert Odell and his staff uh, provide that help. On the flip side, Dr. Odell, and I know that this is a this is prevalent in professional sports, guys, women as well, want to grit grit through it. Uh, are there mechanisms that you have in place where you know when somebody's might be tricking you a little bit to try to kind of cover up for some pain that they're actually going through? That's usually that's usually not a problem in, in our setting. Not not at all. Uh, I, I'm not sure how the trainers deal with that, but uh, uh, I think uh, I think the professional players are motivated by, by pride, maybe by money, glory, and all that stuff. And I think that certainly plays into it in ways which we will never know, you know, unless some AI program is written sometime, they can figure it out. 
but there's so many factors that are that are just unknown, psychological, and that that uh, will 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 put one a person in one direction and somebody else in a, in, a, in a higher pain threshold. And Doc, I mean, the season gets started for the Raiders on the 13th. That's a Monday Night Football game against the Ravens, and I always feel, and I'm in the belief of, they'll never be healthy until the end of the season. Like, as soon as that first game happens, I mean, you go through a bunch of car crashes, a bunch of traumas, game one, and you may be able to navigate through a whole 17-game season, but these are a lot of, of just, just you're just getting banged up. So uh, how long does it really take for the body to recover after, even after the season is over, just, just kind of relaxing? How much time do these players need to take uh, just a, a little bit of a step away? It takes a minimum of six weeks for most things, okay. and some soft tissue injuries can take a little longer. Most most bones is six weeks, but that's kind of a very common uh, car accident patients. We do a lot of personal injury in our clinic, and the chiropractors uh, and, the, and the physical therapists will treat them for two months. After that, if they're not better, eighty percent are. We'll start to do our fancier stuff. Uh, you know, so it's it's six weeks is a really, uh, you know, kind of a common common number for uh, some of the more common injuries. Some do, do of course, take longer. Now, my carpal tunnel surgery, my, my, my fingers are still numb. I, uh, the nerves regrow at about a millimeter a day to try to get that numbness gone, so it's like, like my right hand. But um, I'm using a Synexus device to try to multiply it by five. But in that case, at a millimeter a day, depending on how long the nerve is and if, it's re- if it will regenerate, you can just add up to see how long something like that would take. The soft, different soft tissues have different uh, healing times. But six weeks is a really good rule of thumb. In football, you don't necessarily have the six weeks, unfortunately. No, no, <laughs> no not at all. <laughs> exactly. So uh, you got to condense that sometimes into three weeks, maybe even two weeks or no weeks. No weeks, yeah. Uh, for some of these guys, which is kind of a marvel, but it, it goes to what Dr. Odell says. You can't – it's hard to gauge uh, what's in the human psyche that, that, that separates people from being able to absorb a lot of pain and, and, and accept a lot of pain and, and others who are a little bit more reasonable. Go ahead. I think a, I think a lot of these people are are, are studs. I mean, they're they, they do accept more pain, and and, and, and yeah, I know they have to be the quickest, and the smartest, and all that stuff. But the, a lot of them uh, probably are built that way, and and uh, I, I think they're uh, and, and there's a lot of motivation, of course, the fame, the money, the the pride of winning, etc. But uh, I think I think many of these guys are are uh, most of them are, are probably that way. What actually I marvel at, and I think this is a true statement, is that a lot of the quarterbacks that have lasted for so long, you know, they got to be some part of it. They got to be lucky. Yeah. Roethlisberger was in a motor vehicle. I mean, a motorcycle accident. He's still out there, and and uh, Brady, and and some of these other, uh, some of these other people are hitting right and left. I mean, Chris, if you're if you're nimble and you can avoid those three hundred pound. Steve Shaw, was Dr. Shaw was telling me what it was like having these 300-pound guys running at him. I mean, wow, you know, that gets your attention. And well, I think success in pro sports, some of it is luck, unfortunately. Yeah, without doubt. And, you know, here we are a year later after talking a lot about Tom Brady at the age that he was going into last year, and yet here he is again. What kind of a, um inspiration do you believe Tom Brady at, what, 43 years old now? He's almost um, as old as I am. <laughs> right, exactly. He's he's. You're younger than he is. We all know that. Um, but what kind of a inspiration is that? Um, uh, somebody like Tom Brady, that year after year, week after week, game after game, practice after practice, gets out there and performs at an, an, an incredibly high level at the yeah, age immeasurable. He is. I mean, immeasurable. I mean, not everybody. Most people can't play professional sports, 
but he's the elite of the elite. My dad was an elite athlete. He won the Maxwell Award. But I've just never seen anything. I just wonder if Mahomes is going to be the same way. But these people are the elite of the elite. And they are. And, they, and since, you know, these, these people are good people, they're, they're also inspirations, I think, for the kids growing up. Not everybody can play that way, but to try to play that way, that's what builds character and builds success and happiness in life. Without a doubt. Dr. Robert Odell, you build character, uh, and you're an inspiration as well. And, we and I, to- I am. A, I want to do one thing. I want to shout uh, our clinic out tomorrow. Okay. At the wellness, uh, the Archer Wellness uh, Aging Wellness uh, Seminar uh, from uh, nine to three. I don't know if there's admission charges on it. It's for older folks, but any I don't know what the demographics of your listeners are, but anybody's welcome to come. Well, I'm going to be giving a talk at noontime, and it's going to be a little different than some of my talks. I'm going to talk a little, about, a little bit about the vaccine and a little bit about the uh, uh, the uh, opioid crisis before I go into the stuff about the clinic. So um, that'll be at noon at the speaker's uh, place, but it's at the Red Rock Casino from 9 to 3. I'm actually going to be there from 9 to 1 before I hop on a flight uh, and head to the Bay Area. So I uh, look forward to seeing you uh, tomorrow, Dr. Odell. Thank you so much for everything right. that you do. Truly and thank you. Thanks for getting me out of part of the class. Bye-bye. Ah, there you go. <laughs> You're still going to get your A. Don't worry about there it. There it is. Hello. That's Dr. Bye-bye. Robert Odell from the Neuropathy and Pain Center Institute here in Las Vegas. Uh, we, we mention this all the time. Just because you're getting old or wherever you are in life and you're dealing with pain, don't be John Wayne. Don't think you have to be all Mr. Tough Guy or girl uh, and just grit your teeth and, and deal with it. That's not how life is intended to be. Getting older doesn't mean dealing with pain or just accepting pain. So give them a call, 702-257-7246, and get the help that you deserve. You're in the huddle and unnecessary roughness. Vinny Monsignor and Q Myers. And we got coming up next... Got a good conversation with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com to talk all things sports gambling. That's going to come up next uh, here on Unnecessary Roughness and In the Huddle uh, live from the TI. We're in the Golden Circle Sportsbook. Absolutely. Yeah, you hear that? You hear that? There we go. Let it ride for a second. Go on, say, come on, I got to hear that again. There it is. That's what it's all about. It's Radio Nation Radio 920. We're back in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor. This is Raider Nation Radio, 920 AM. Oh, man, you guys got to start telling me when we're back. We're back. Thanks. Put your headphones on, kid. No, I'm talking, You're man. You're in the huddle with Vinny Bonsignor and some unnecessary roughness going on in real time right now. I mean, I'm, we're, we're talking. We're having a good time. This is what we do. We meet and greet. That's what I told yeah, you at the beginning of the show. No, we no we meet and greet. About it. Shout out to, want us, go ahead. Shout out to Chapman, man. Got the uh, big pun, man. Still not a player playing. I like that. Absolutely. Uh, and thanks to uh, our listeners. Cute. Uh, you're why we do this. Yep. And uh, we're here a little early uh, on, on, on Friday today over at the PI Treasure Island uh, Golden uh, Circle Sports book. Yep. But we'll be here typically from 4 to 6. Uh, this is going to be a Friday ritual. I'm a, I think I'm going to try to hustle it where we can do 2 to 6, just four straight hours. I think I'm just going to try to hustle I'll that. just join you at four. I mean, you can join me whenever you want. You can join yeah. me at 145 if you want. Usually. I'm, yeah, up yeah. Here, I'm up here doing on-air producing. Like, I'm coming up with we, – we, I, I, that's you're, why you're, I'm, I'm a bad agent because I won't get you paid. I'll just make sure that you do a lot of work. You'll be on that – Because this is uh, fun. You'll be on that uh, – on the bad list. Exactly. <laughs> on the, exactly. You know, I, I had a head coach tell me this one time. He goes, if I could, I'd pay – and, and this sure. is a guy that makes a lot of – not just is the head coach, but is part of the decision making. And he's like, I would give these guys every penny that they 
deserve. Every penny, right. if I could. Right. But these rules are, like, legit when it comes to the salary cap. And obviously, you also have owners to talk about, and they're ultimately going to be the ones that sign the check or don't. Um, but, and, 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 you know, it's like the, the literal quote. If you ask anybody to take just the slightest pay cut, you know, to make it all work, yeah. they look at you like you're the devil. Right. I mean, everyone wants to make as much money as possible, and so that's why there's tough decisions that have to be made. But, I mean, it's, it's something that they got to do. That's why they're in the position that they're in. Let's, let's go out real quick to the uh, Raider Nation listener line because we do have Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com coming up, but uh, we want to get in these calls. Javier in Denver, you're up first. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, great show, Q and Benny. I really do appreciate the work that you guys are doing. Thank um, you very much. Since it's right out, kind of keep my question light. Uh, is it too soon to order my Diablo Raider jersey? <laughs> Get out in front of it. No, no, it, it is. It is too early, and not because I don't think he's going to make the team, but you want to wait until all the cuts are done because he might change his jersey number. Ah. Oh, good, good, good insight. I know that he was our third rounder, so I, I, he should be making our team. For, for sure. sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Just, well, wait, wait, wait. You don't know if he's going to change the number. That's the thing. Like Trayvon Merrick, for example, he's number 25. But what if yeah. some other number that's more attractive to him, what if that player gets cut? He might change by the time the season starts. Let's, we got to go find out what uh, Divine wore in college. It might have been 49. So might have been. It might, I almost want to say that that's – I'm seeing him in, in number 40. But, he, but Q brings up a great point, and even John Gruden brought it up today. Because Gerald McCoy is wearing 61. And he's like, yeah, that's not going to be for long. Right. He's getting on the field. He was They, they cut him loose uh, earlier this week. He'll get some more practice time. Uh, it looks like he's obviously going to make the team. Uh, right. And when he does, he ain't going to be wearing a 60s uh, anymore. He'll no. be back to – he was a number 93. Yeah, exactly. Right? He'll so, be a 93 if he gets that opportunity. I do, I do want to say now a quick shout-out to all the Raider fans here in Colorado. Nice. And uh, let's go, Raider Nation. There you go. We appreciate the call. Great call, Javier. We appreciate you, man. Make sure you uh, continue to call in. We appreciate you here on Radio Nation Radio 920. We got one more call. How about Burke in Seattle? What's on your mind, my man? Hey, guys. Um, hey, a quick shout-out to Dr. Odell. I actually found him off your show during the season last year. I'm a touring drummer, and I got launched from my car, and it's final cord surgery. And I, from you guys, I saw Dr. Odell in November, and uh, he gave me – some great suggestions and um, got me on a path to recovery. That's nice. um, great to hear. So yeah, I'll pass it along. Seeking out for your thing. Also, um, as far as the game plan for Baltimore, um, I think it's pretty cool. We have such uh, mobile quarterbacks as our backups. I think it'll give us a great look. You know, of course they're not Lamar Jackson, but between maybe Trey Lance running all over us in preseason and our backup quarterbacks being so mobile, I think it will hopefully prep us pretty well for that first game. Um, and besides that, uh, I think we do need a spy. I don't know if Gus Bradley ever ran like a spy like we did against Kansas City last year, but I think that would be a good look, you know, like Arden Key. Maybe Diablo could be our spy for the game coming up. I can already tell you that Gus Bradley is thinking about Lamar Jackson as we speak. <laughs> right. Um, you know, this, this game on Sunday is important for a lot of players uh, and for the coaches because, you know, you want to make the right call, the right assessment, and this is the last chance for a lot of players to state their case to be on this 53-man roster. But I can already tell you that the Raiders and the Raiders coaching staff have already turned their focus to the Baltimore Ravens, right. and, and rightfully so. You want to get off uh, to a great start. Uh, you're playing in front of your home crowd. It's Lamar Jackson. You have to come up with a plan to yep. deal with that uh, guy. That's a problem. 
yeah, it's a problem, but um, you know, I don't think it's a insurmountable right challenge by by any means. And I think that Gus Bradley and and Richard Smith and and, and Ron Miles and Rod Marinelli are cooking something up uh, that's going to deal with a Lamar Jackson and everything else that the uh, Ravens do. I think it's going to be a big physical football game, and I would imagine that uh, if I'm the Ravens, Q. I'm trying to run. I'm gonna. I'm gonna challenge Max Crosby and I'm gonna challenge Yannick Ngakwe to stop the run, to stand up to the run right off the bat. <laughs> right, of course, no doubt about it. That's what they do. They run They'll, and they run at you and they run at you and they run at you. It doesn't matter. And thank you so so much for the call. We appreciate, appreciate you. It. There's uh, no doubt about it. Lamar's gonna run at you. Uh, you got. Um, just all the plethora of running backs that they have, they're all going to run at you. Uh, that's who they are. They're a running team. Uh, if Lamar Jackson drops back to pass the ball, the Raiders think that that's a victory. I mean, they feel, they feel better about him throwing the rock than they do about all the different running backs and all the different ways that they can attack you on the ground. No doubt about it. And here's the thing that you have to be concerned about, though. Everybody gets better. And, and Lamar Jackson, they know how much he cares about this. So whatever his perceived weakness is, I can almost guarantee that – from last year to this year, he's worked like a demon on those weaknesses. So who knows what kind of Lamar Jackson, what, what, we, what we've perceived as weaknesses, what have been weaknesses in the past, might not be a weakness come Monday night, uh, September 13th. No doubt about it. Thank you, Javier. Thank you, Burke, for your calls. We definitely appreciate that. We're going to take a quick break. Come on back. Lee Sterling, ParamountSports.com. He's going to talk all betting lines next here on Unnecessary Roughness and in the huddle on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. It's time to take a look at the sporting lines with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. And it pays off in a touchdown. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. We're hanging out right now at the TI, the Golden Circle Sportsbook on this Friday. Great way to close out the week. Definitely come on by and hang out. And uh, right now, pleased to have on the phone lines my guy, Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. You can find Lee on Twitter at Paramount Sports. And we're going to get into some betting lines. And and Lee, college football's back. Uh, pro football right around the corner. I mean, what are your thoughts on on the sports that we're going to take in uh, real soon. Well, I love it. I love that, that that college football starts off first, gives them a little bit of a, a head start because, as we all know, the NFL is king. It's as right. great as college football is, and, and I like them both ev- evenly. Uh, you know, it's nice to have that, that start uh, for the next two weeks, and then uh, the NFL comes in, and they come in with a, with a bang always with that Thursday night game. We get the defending champion. They get to – to get that head start on the rest of the league. So uh, I'm excited. I, I think that we're going to head for a great year. Some people are like, oh, it's going to be Tampa Bay and Kansas City again in the Super Bowl. Trust me, it never works out that way. Right. I don't I don't think so either. I think it's and that's why the NFL is so fun, man. You just kind of uh, you you got to let the season play out. You just don't know who's going to step up and be that great team and who's going to take a step back. It happens each and every year. So we'll see exactly how it shakes out. Let me ask you this real quick before we get into some plays uh, earlier uh, this morning. Matter of fact, the Saints named Jameis Winston, the starting quarterback. I think we all kind of had that idea based off what we saw from that Monday night football game against the Jaguars. Uh, what are your thoughts on Jameis Winston starting quarterback there with the Saints? I think it's the right move. They want to win games. Uh, he's going to have to get, <laughs> gotta throw the football. you got to throw the football. Right. And I like Taysom Hill. I think he's a 
you know, he's a great slash player. You know, reminds me of Jim Jensen back in the day yeah. for, for the Dolphins. He can play a lot of different positions. This way you can move him around. You can play him in all those positions. And let's say Jameis is having a bad game. Then you bring him in. But, um, you know, uh, I, I think Jameis gives you the best chance to win. It's a throwing league right now. And, by far, he's the better passer, even though sometimes watching him can be maddening. Him and, and Ryan Fitzpatrick are the most maddening quarterbacks to watch. They can be on fire and throw for 400 yards and five touchdowns and no interceptions or one interception. And the next game, they throw five interceptions, and your team's done by halftime. <laughs> right, exactly. But I'm interested to see how Jameis does under Sean Payton now. He had a year to sit behind Drew Brees and sit there and learn. So uh, we'll see. We'll see how Jameis has matured and, and gotten better. And he took that very low contract, that small contract, to sit behind Drew for a year. And uh, we'll see if it pays off in, in a major way as he's a starting quarterback with the New Orleans Saints. We're talking right now with Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. You can find Lee on Twitter at Paramount Sports. And, uh, Lee, let's go ahead and get in some plays, man. And, uh, some college football. Let's start with some college football, and then we'll end with the NFL. How about this one? How about Nebraska? Are they back? The Cornhuskers. Minus seven versus Illinois. What's your thoughts on this game? So I don't know if they're back. <laughs> um, here's what's crazy. It used to be like teams like Miami and Nebraska, you, won, you had to win at least 10 or 11 games, or it was a disaster. If they go seven and five or even eight and four, people are going to be throwing a parade for them this year. And Scott Frost, I mean, he's on the firing line. Uh, it's his fourth season. He needs to produce, but I think he will without Adrian Martinez looking over his shoulder. Doesn't have to worry about McCaffrey coming into a game. Uh, they got two nice transfers. They got a nice receiver from Montana. Uh, who, who would ever think that you'd get excited about a, a, a guy from Montana coming in to help out your team? But that's the case. And uh, this kid, Tory is, is is consistent, holds on to everything. Uh, the guy that, I mean, not a lot of people know about, but uh, I think he has almost 2,500 receiving yards at the Division One AA level. And there's some good guys there. And then they got a running back step from USC that, that could be really good, too. And huge defensive line. I mean, they go 295, 310, and 335. The uh, linebackers are quick. Uh, they lost last year 41 to 23 to Illinois. In that game, they were minus five in turnover ratio. I don't think Illinois is going to be anything. The public loves Brett Bielema. I mean, they're like all over this game. It started off as Nebraska's a 10-point favorite. It's down to six and a half. Some places, I'm seeing seven most places, but his last year at Arkansas, they were four and eight. He left absolutely nothing there. So with a new staff, I don't love their offensive or their defensive coordinator hire. The only hire I like is their special teams coordinator from Air Force. Air Force is always really good in special teams, but uh, I'm laying the six and a half, seven here. I like Nebraska. I think they win this game by two touchdowns. There it is right there. I like that, man. Nice little college uh, football action to get us going. Uh, Nebraska, Illinois, and it's so funny, man. And Nebraska fans are just hoping for Nebraska to get back so bad. You know, it's just – it's not the glory days of Tommy Frazier and all those guys anymore. It's, you're, you're not seeing those cats rolling out like you used to, man. And it's, it's unfortunate because Nebraska was such a storied program. Well, at least they were – 
cheating or alleged to have been <laughs> cheating to get an extra workout. So at least they were, you know, not, they're not in the, in, the, in the news for, you know, like uh, kids getting in trouble. Right. They just happen to be trying to get in a few extra workouts. What's wrong with that? Right. Hey, look, man, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying, you know. So you right, got to go. <laughs> do something. All right, let's 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 turn our attention to another college football game. And I honestly really didn't even believe I was going to talk about these cats. But how about this? How about the UTEP Miners? Going up against New Mexico State. UTEP in this one is minus 10. What are your thoughts on this one, Lee? So most people won't look at UTEP, and, and they just, they'll, they'll just, just go right over a game like this and move on. But they return 18 starters from last year. Everyone got off from last year when they lost 59-3 to to Texas. But uh, they came on out after that, and they played some good football, won three games, and then they got hit with COVID the last two games. They were actually on the road. I think the last month um, they couldn't even practice at uh, at home. I think they moved to uh, – they weren't Dallas. They were somewhere else. They, 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 I think they went something like – they were in Abilene or Lubbock or something like that as, as their home base or Midland, even Midland, Texas. So uh, uh, I see this team is coming together, and you talk about a team falling apart. New Mexico State went independent, then decided that they weren't going to play a fall schedule. So what happened? Basically, anyone that could walk and chew bubble gum left the program. And then they played a spring schedule and played two Division II teams. They lost 43-17 to Tarleton State and barely beat Dixie State 36-29. They only returned three starters. There is a huge void in talent with this team here in New Mexico State. You talk about home field advantages. Um, they usually have about four or 5,000 people, even when they were playing a couple years ago, that would wander into the stadium for the first quarter and then leave. So I like UTEP here. Lay the 10 points. If it looks too good to be true, it probably is. UTEP by 20 to 30 points here. Wow, that's a big one right there for the Miners. And I'll tell you, anytime I talk UTEP, I will talk basketball when it comes to the Miners. But uh, football, uh, you mentioned, though, they do have, uh, you know, something to, to kind of hang their hat on as far as, you know, finishing off the season uh, kind of, you know, on a higher note for, for UTEP at least. You know, they got some things to like there. So uh, funny, man, just talking about UTEP and football doesn't happen a whole lot. But, you know, it, 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 sometimes you got to find that, that, that hidden gem type game, right? <laughs> That's it. Hey, they, they all pay the same. Okay? Right. Exactly. That's that's the key. They all pay the same. Talking right now with Lee Sterling for ParamountSports.com on Raider Nation Radio 920. And, Lee, let's turn our attention to the NFL. How about this one? The Carolina Panthers going up against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers don't know how many people are going to be playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers, but tonight the action goes down. Carolina minus three and a half versus Pittsburgh. What are your thoughts on this one? All right, so the Steelers have played hard this preseason, and they played pretty well, but I think this is the game here that, that you just see all third-teamers. I don't think they want to take any chance. Remember last year when they were when they were undefeated, everything was looking great, and then they just started losing players. So I think healthy realizes that important. Looks like Carolina is going to play a bunch of their starters, uh, at least a quarter, maybe as much as a half, and I think that advantage is huge here. So... Uh, I think you take Carolina here. I normally play maybe an average of one of the, the last week's preseason games, but I see quite a few games I like, and this is one of them here. It's going tonight. Let's let's lay the three and a half in Carolina. 
I think they win this game probably by double digits. The fighting Matt Rules coming away with the victory over the Steelers, and I saw where Matt Rules said he don't care if the Steelers ain't going to play their starters. They got to get working as far as the Panthers go, so he's going to put his guys out there. So that makes a lot of sense, and I've said it many times. I love Matt Rules as a head football coach. I like what he's doing. I think Carolina's going to be a really good team. Maybe not this year, but they're going to be a good good team in time as long as they let Matt Rule keep doing his thing. Also, remember, teams like Carolina, they want to sell season tickets. Right. There you go. <laughs> it's, not, it's not like Pittsburgh and some of these other franchises where they sell out. Uh, if you want to buy season tickets, you can still get some pretty decent seats if you walk up to the window. All right, we got to finish off strong, Lee. A game that I'll be paying attention to. Matter of fact, a game and Vinny will both be at the 49ers and the Raiders. Battle of the Bay. The game is in Santa Clara. Make no mistake about it. It's not San Francisco, but it is what it is. This Sunday, 1 p.m. kickoff. 49ers minus three and a half versus the Raiders. What are your thoughts on this one, Lee? Okay, so it, it looks like this is going to be the game that I think the Raiders decide to just uh, play a lot of younger guys, a lot of guys fighting to make the roster. Um, and I just think that this might be the game even Greg Holson gets to call the game. You know, He usually picks one of the three games where he sits, sits back and you see him joking with players on the sideline. So I think you're going to see a relaxed atmosphere San Francisco, I mean, they still got a, a quarterback controversy. Trey Lance is trying to uh, maybe get in there and steal the, the job. And they got a bunch of young quarterbacks, a bunch of young receivers, a bunch of young running backs that are explosive. So I think San Francisco might have a little bit more depth here, and, and that might be the difference here. Uh, I'm going to lay the points here. I think San Francisco wins this by 7 to 10 points. Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. And, and you mentioned Greg Olson. That's a good nugget right there. He usually does call call the plays one game uh, out of the preseason. And so I can easily see it being this game. And, uh, you know, it'll be fun seeing uh, the Raiders in San Francisco going up against each other, kind of the Battle of the Bay style. Uh, but really the focus on, on this game, I think, will be Trey Lance. You know, what does Trey Lance look like? And, uh, you know, how is he performing? That's really where most people will be focusing on. And I think the 49ers will definitely focus a little bit more in this game than the Raiders will. So, uh, yeah, I'm with you. Don't expect the Raiders to come out with a W. Uh, so there you go. 49ers, uh, you're taking the three and a half points over the Raiders. Well, great stuff, Lee, as always. Great way to finish off the week, my man. You know, I always appreciate uh, your efforts here on Raider Nation Radio 920. If anyone needs to get a hold of you, they want some more information from you, what do they need to do? Just go to ParamountSports.com. We're ready for football. Last year, the number one service in the country combined, winning money for my clients, college football, and the NFL. It's documented. You want to look it up, go to my website at ParamountSports.com where it says recent results. You can see every game I've given my clients the last five years. Also, sell my picks at Covers.com. Uh, you can see it last year. Look at the uh, the last 365 days, they uh, record every game after it's kicked off, so you can see what we have. So ParamountSports.com or 800-400-9741 for your listeners. Use coupon code SAVE300. Save $300 on the season subscription for football. And then also we'll have a nice UFC card coming out uh, later tonight. Uh, just go to ParamountSports.com. There it is right there. Great stuff as always, Lee. I definitely appreciate you, my man. Uh, uh, I'm excited about this weekend. It's closing out preseason football. That means that the real thing is a couple weeks away. And as we already talked about on the show, college football is upon us. So excited about that. Enjoy your weekend, my man. Enjoy the action. And we'll talk again next week. You too. Thanks, Hugh. There There he goes. There he is right there. (laughs) That is uh, Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com. Closing out the week, closing out the show. 
really strong here on this Friday. Vinny, this has been fun, man. It has. Q, I might invite you back. Okay. I mean, <laughs> hey, look, if you got a little bit of, you know, time for a brother, man, let, let me know. It's all good, man. I'll definitely come hang this out. This was actually a blast. Yeah, it was. We're going to have to do this more often. It's we, a we lot of fun. We might have to think about something. Yeah. We might have to, you know twist some arms or do whatever whatever we got to do. We got to figure out something. This is a great place to be on a Friday, uh, just getting into the weekend uh, really, really strong and, and excited. And, again, man, this is the last weekend, last weekend for preseason football. We wanted to get here so bad because we know football's on the cusp, but now we know that real regular season is, is, is upon us. And uh, it, it does open the, the door to next weekend. There's not going to be any NFL football, and we're going to be like, where's all the football? College football, baby. Exactly. UNLV. Got a big game. UNLV. You got September uh, 2nd, they got a big game. Then September 4th, you got the kickoff classic. I mean, there's a lot going on, at least here in town. So I'm excited about that. Shout out to Jason and Demi. They came by and hung out with us and everything. They're doing their thing. We're having a good time here, man. And I'll tell you, I don't know where the pool is here, but there's obviously there's a pool here or it's maybe, over there. Somewhere. Maybe everyone just wears a bathing suit here at the TI. I don't it know. Is, it is Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I'm seeing what you're seeing. I'm saying. I don't know how to swim, but I can learn. <laughs> I'll, I'll just throw you in, man, and have somebody save you. Yeah, that's all I need, man. Some of these life, life reservers will be here. But, uh, Vinny, man, thank you so much for your time. And uh, you, you go ahead and close us out, brother. I'll see you Sunday. That's right. Sunday. Santa Clara. Santa Clara, Santa Clara, Santa Clara is where we're going to be. everybody that uh, puts all of this together. Uh, obviously, the Treasure Island, the Golden Sportsbook, uh, Golden Crown Sportsbook. Uh, Golden Circle Sportsbook, I should say. Uh, we will check you guys out on Monday. Uh, lots to talk about because cuts are coming, and the Raiders close the preseason game on Sunday against San Francisco 49ers. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Q, thank you so much. Uh, and we will talk to you guys Monday. Shout out to Chapman, man. Great job in the home studio, yes. man. You've been holding it down. You've been keeping us in, in control and locked down. So thank you so much for your time as well. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. See you next week. See you.